The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hey everybody, I'm Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak. Big win for the Bengals last week against the Steelers. And I know this, this Steelers team is not the best team they've ever put on the field. But hey, it's always good to beat the Steelers. Always feels good coming into the week like this. Two in a row against the Steelers now. And look, there were there is some good and there is some bad in this game. And I think a lot of times, you know, the Bengals have been losing a lot. In recent years, and we don't always see some of the good things that are coming. And when they do win, sometimes you don't you don't focus on some of that stuff as well. So we're going to talk about some of the good and bad. We're going to start with the offense. First of all, one thing they did great was winning the middle eight. And that was an unintentional rhyme. So uh, I actually posted this right after the, the chase touchdown uh, prior to the half. Um, a couple weeks ago... Uh, Joe Burrow in an interview after the Vikings game um, said, quote, uh, something we talk about all the time. That's why you defer the the coin toss, because then you have a chance to get the ball twice without them having the ball. That's what the Patriots have done for so long. They score before the half and then they get the ball back and they go down and they score again. You get your opponent Excuse me, you get the opportunity to get two scores unanswered, and that's pretty big. So, I mean, he's absolutely right. You know, that is something that the Patriots focus on. Uh, you hear Mike Lombardi talk about that on his podcast a lot, winning the middle eight. And, I mean, actually, that's where I got the term from, was from Lombardi's podcast. And, look, I mean, it's essentially a turnover. I mean, if you, if you think about it, you're getting the ball back after scoring a touchdown. So, first off, it started with some bad, right? The defense gave up a, a score late in the first half. And, I don't know, some Bengals fans might be thinking, here we go again. You know, we saw that story play itself out uh, too many times. Last year, this defense had those struggles. But guess what? The offense answered this time. They came back, big TD pass to uh, Chase, you know, quick hitter, 34 yards. And... Um, you know, maybe a, a sign that things are different. I love Mike Tomlin's reaction on the sideline. It, you know, it's pretty subtle. You know, he's he's not a guy that's going to go nuts and scream at people all the time. But just looking at his face, you know, if, if you ever seen the movie The Bronx Tale, 
you know, reminded me of the, the, the scene where the bikers were being rude in the bar and they ask him to leave and they're like, no, no, we'll be good. We'll be good. And then they, they sprayed beer all over the bartender and so they locked the doors and they said, now you can't leave. All right. Like this was a, this was a, now you can't leave moment. And that was the, that was the face, you know, <laughs> the face that Mike Tomlin was making look like those bikers in, in that bar. And, um, I mean, that was just great to see, <laughs> you know, what happens like the Steelers go three and out, uh, on the next drive, you know, they got, they got, they got the ball back briefly there before the half, but went three and out. Bengals get the ball back after the half. Go down, they put together a pretty nice drive, and they kick a field goal. All right, so that's 10 points unanswered there. Now, unfortunately, the offense couldn't really keep it going. Uh, they sputtered out in the second half. Uh, field goal drive, that was their longest drive. The uh, there, was, there was a second uh, interception by, by Logan Wilson that uh, set up the next chase touchdown. Uh, after that, it was three and outs. So, uh, and by the way, none of the three and outs lasted longer than two minutes. You know, they really needed to use the clock, uh, which doesn't mean you have to run the ball every down, but it does mean you have to move the chains. <laughs> There's only so much you can move the clock if you're not picking up some first downs, and they just couldn't do it. So, uh, you know, the good thing is the defense was excellent, you know, despite the fact that they played 83 snaps and were uh, on the field for 35 minutes. Uh, they responded. They played very well. Um, you know, one, one, one thing I like to focus on with that is is the turnovers. Uh, a couple of picks from Logan Wilson. Um, what great quote from Logan Wilson after the game. Uh, he said, if you're running to the ball, you'll always have a chance to make a play on the ball. You know, and, and that's something that, you know, this this is called coach speak, and you know it's kind of a little tongue in cheek because uh, people like to make fun of the way coaches talk sometimes, and some of the things that they say in interviews that are a bit cliche. But hey, that's one of them, and it, and it's true. You know, good things happen when you run to the football, and there's been some cleanup opportunities. Uh, you know, whether it be when there's a fumble on the ground, when the ball gets tipped. You know, sometimes. These plays just come from from great effort and just being at the right place at the right time because you're running the football. So that was um, an excellent performance by Logan Wilson. You also saw, you know, Pratt ripping at a football uh, where that that play was uh, stopped dead for uh, stopping his forward motion for momentum. Um, we had Von Bell rip out a ball that somehow the Steelers managed to get back. Um, I had a clip of Akeem Davis-Gaither doing it, even though this, the play was long over, just because I, I kind of love that. You know, <laughs> they were, like it's the showing of effort it was, but also just kind of like the the attitude of it. Like I'm, a, I'm, you know, you're not finishing this play with the ball in your hands, even if you're already on the ground. Like I'm, I'm ripping that ball out. So, uh, so I kind of like that stuff. And then look in the second half, we've got an interception. Uh, there was a 53-yard drive by the Steelers. That led to a missed field goal. The Steelers did put together an 88-yard drive, uh, but guess what? You know, the Bengals tightened up in the red zone. Uh, they were one of three in the red zone on the day, and they forced that one to a field goal. So that's a that's a win in that situation as well. You know, and, and uh, a couple of turnovers on downs after that. You know, uh, one was a pretty long drive. Eventually, they buckled down. They got the stop, and the other was uh, was a four and out. You know, so 
We talk about bend, don't break defense, and bend, don't break defense is what you want to be playing when you're playing with the lead. You know, it's it's great. You want to create those turnovers. You want to be aggressive on defense. Um, when, when you're protecting a lead, like, don't let them score on one play. And really, like, that's a, a good rule in general, right? Keep things in front of you. You can be aggressive while also keeping things in front of you. Um, you know, we talk about third down conversions. Look, third down defense is important, but it's not as important as it sometimes made out to be. There are different, very different third down situations. You know, third and long, you should be getting out the field uh, the majority of the time. But, you know, some of these, like third and two in the middle of the field, you know, third and five in the middle of the field, the offense is going to get those a lot of times, you know, and you really can't, you don't want to sell out and potentially, you know, create a big play in a lot of those situations. Uh, because at the end of the day, it's it's not about getting the punt team on the field, you know, necessarily. It's it's about preventing touchdowns, uh, keeping points off the board. And we go back uh, to, to a Patriots reference that, you know, like, Burrow talked a little bit about the Patriots, but that was one thing that the Patriots defense always did really well was they would play that that type of style of defense, um, and then they would be really strong in the red zone. You know, the Bengals won three in the red zone uh, this weekend. Look, if you can do that, maybe give up some drives, but force field goals once they get into the red zone, and Tom Brady's your quarterback, you're going to win a lot of football games. And... We are all hoping uh, we could say that about Joe Burrow. All right, the offense isn't quite there yet, but with the talent they have on offense, with Burrow at your quarterback, I mean that like that's the idea is um, you can play that style of defense. And if you're matching touchdowns with field goals, it's gravy. You know, like you're winning those football games. Um, so oddly enough, you know, with the the bend on break style, the other thing it did was. The Steelers drain the clock. You know, the Bengals couldn't sustain drives to run out the clock at the end of the game. Um, and it really ended up being the Steelers that, that drained the clock and took it away. You know, even if there was a 12-play, 73-yard drive towards the end of there, they eventually turned over on downs. But when you're making them earn it like that, like, hey, points are important, but you got to score points fast when you're losing. You know, and, and sometimes even... Even with them cutting into to the lead, you know, even if you get a field goal on a long drive, like that 88-yard drive, um, you know, that ended up in a field goal. I mean, that was a little bit earlier in the game, but you know, when you have a drive like that and you're only getting three points and you're and you're trying to come back, um, you probably wasted too much time. You know, you're probably you're three points closer, uh, but all the ticks that came off the clock, um, are you really in a better situation? I don't know. So, uh, so, so those are some things I'm uh, seeing about the, the team this week. Look, the offense needs to step up um, for everything that's been invested there and all the talent that is on that side of the ball. Um, you know, they need to start doing their part because, I mean, honestly, they put the, this this defense in, in a bad situation. This defense is just playing really, really well right now. Um, but that's not always going to be the case. You know, I, I like what the defense is doing, but at some point somebody's going to have their number. Uh, at some point, look, we've had some issues. They, they had issues in this game at the cornerback position. Somehow, you know, Roethlisberger throwing 58 passes, uh, backup cornerbacks in the field, and fortunately, they're they're still getting it done. They're they're getting enough pressure to, to account for it. But these things are going to happen. You need the offense to step up. Um, 
you know, both sides of the ball, special teams as well, they need to be able to complement each other when somebody is down. So that's where we thought the team was going to be. We thought, hey, maybe this is a 30-point per, you know, game team that we can win on offense. Um, and it just hasn't been quite that yet, and they haven't been getting quite the, you know, production when they need to in the run game. They didn't get it at the end, at the end there uh, to keep those – chains moving so they need to figure out some of those things and be better on offense be able to better respond uh to really support the defense because right now the defense is getting it done and if the offense can get to where we all thought they they could be this year um not you know notwithstanding the offensive line but you know where we thought they they could be at least in the skill positions um they're they're gonna be a pretty good football team I mean that's that's what it really comes down to right now, uh, but they got they got to clean that up, and um, you know the offense has to come together and be able to make those plays. All right, so uh, just a quick little pod this week as we prepare for Thursday night football. Quick turnaround, uh, getting stuff out there and that, that content out there for you. So make sure you're checking out everything on Cincy Jungle as well. I broke down a little bit of the defense in the film room. Uh, my man John Sheeran talked about the rookies, including making his first start, Jackson Carmen on the offensive line this week. Uh, so make sure you're checking out that stuff and everything we got going on over at Cincy Jungle. See you Thursday night. Who day? Yeah, we coming for.